Welcome to the Pre-Combat Check Podcast. Hello, my name is Sebastian. I am formerly a United States Army Ranger. I was assigned to the 2nd Battalion, 75th Ranger Regiment from 2009 until 2012. I deployed five times to Afghanistan. I started Pre-Combat Check to provide individuals with the basic information needed to best help them decide which branch to choose, the realities of being in, different special operation units, and to give a basic workout plan to get them prepared. For the podcast, I will be interviewing my friends and coworkers who all come from various units, branches, and jobs in the military. I will cater more towards the special operations community. They will give you a peek inside the unit they were assigned to and what it was like to be in. About my personal background, I grew up in Chicago. My dad was in the Romanian military. Outside of his service, no one in my family or group of friends served. My sister considered joining at one point. Outside of that small exposure, I didn't know anything about the military besides what I learned from movies. When I was in college, my friend told me he wanted to join the military after and become a helicopter pilot. That's when I realized that I could join too. I then watched videos on YouTube of soldiers and Marines fighting overseas. I was emotionally affected from seeing our guys get hit. After college, I decided if I don't get a job, I'm going to go sign up. My plan was to be a Marine. I saw a lot of commercials and thought they were the toughest, strongest, and tip of the spear group. I didn't end up getting a job, and I went in to see a recruiter. I remember walking by the Navy recruiter's office and thought, who wants to join the Navy? I didn't realize you can become a SEAL or EOD. Then I walked by the Army recruiters and thought, weak! So I continued to the Marine's office. I opened the door. The recruiter did not even acknowledge me. I got his attention and told him I was thinking of joining. He looked up and asked if I was allergic to anything. I replied, I might be to bees, but I'm not really sure. He immediately told me I couldn't join and went back to his computer. I was shocked and disappointed at how quickly my pursuit to enlist had ended. As I passed by the army recruiter's office, the guy inside asked me to come in for a bit. He asked me what I wanted to do, and I said I wanted a gun to jump out of planes and to fight in the war. He followed by asking if I had a specific unit I wanted to be in. I thought about it for a second and said, Green Berets. I only knew of them because Rambo was one. He said, okay, but I have something you might like, and showed me a ranger recruitment video. Following the video, he told me a war story during his deployment, and I was sold. I got my paperwork together and enlisted. After I did, I told my family I joined. Needless to say, they were pretty shocked. A couple weeks later, I was in boot camp. The entire time there, I was trying to figure out what a ranger really was. The guys there all had different stories. Thinking back, it was really funny. One kid told me, They make you climb a hill with a heavy ruck, and at the top, the instructor takes your pack off and throws it down the hill and says, Go get it! And that's how you become a ranger. After many rumors, airborne school, and making it through the ranger indoctrination program, which is also known as RIP, I still had no idea. It took me a deployment and training cycle to realize what we actually did. I spent four years in Ranger Battalion, started on the line, went on three deployments there, and then moved over to our specialty platoon. I had the job of an electronic warfare specialist, went on two deployments doing that job, and I loved it. The deployments, I mean, not really the training cycles. At the end of 2012, I decided to get out due to the war dying and wanting to start a family. Here are some realities of being in. Three positives. Number one was going to war. It's why I signed up. And it was a test of everything, mentally, physically, spiritually. There were highs and many lows. I wouldn't change it for anything. Number two, camaraderie. You get to see the, what ultimate trust looks like. Few places outside the military can offer the same level of brotherhood. And number three, it gives you a solid foundation to start from. Values, strength, maturity, life experience, 
the ability to get things done, pride, healthcare, and it sets you up financially. Here are three negatives of being in. You have to shave. Screw that noise. I hate shaving. It's stupid. They say it's for your gas mask to seal. I don't buy it. I think it's dumb. Number two, you are playing someone else's game. This is a big one and a lot of people who get out come to the same conclusion. You simply do as you're told. To the higher ups, you are nothing more than a number. The only people you actually matter to is on the team, squad, or platoon level. And number three, it is really hard being away from family so much. Training cycles. In Ranger Battalion, you do the same cycle over and over and over. It gets stale, quick, and most guys get tired of it. After one or two training cycles, you will get the gist of it. Then you will just rinse and repeat. The training cycle goes from individual training all the way to battalion training, which is where you do the primary Ranger mission, airfield seizures. To be honest, most of it was just checking the box. But overall, the training cycles are exhausting, and you will do things you think are really stupid. You go through it so you can go fight overseas. The deployment is the bread and butter of joining Ranger Battalion. That's what every guy there joined for. Deployments and the Ranger mission set overseas. Deployments were 90 to 105 days typically. This is the time when you would really establish that camaraderie and brotherhood. The primary mission for the 75th Ranger Regiment is airfield seizures. In the event of an invasion, Rangers will jump and land on an airstrip and secure it. However, what we were actually doing in Afghanistan and Iraq were assaults and blocking positions for a couple special mission units. Everything we did was at night, for the most part. It would go out after a specific target with a kill or capture goal. Basically, nighttime came, we hopped in a helicopter, ran off and assaulted a compound where a guy we were looking for was. If the people wanted to fight, we fought back. For the couple of rounds they sent towards us, we sent back a wall of bullets. We then assaulted the compound and hopefully got the guy we were after. Then we would fly back to base, go to sleep during the daytime, and repeat. During your free time, everybody would hit the gym hard and play a lot of Xbox. The conditions were pretty good while I was in. We had our own area on the base we were at, so we had a gym, laundry, NWR, and all that to ourselves, typically. We would use the big army's chow hall and get in, in trouble for being in PTs or not having a PT belt. That was pretty dumb. One thing that could be seen as difficult was that you had zero transition time. We would leave on a C-17, take Ambien and rack out, refuel in Germany, and as soon as we landed in country, we'd set up our gear and we were ready to go out on a mission that night. When the deployment, deployment ended, after the last mission, we would shut down, packed everything up, and left. Turn your off time. Before and after deployments, you get two weeks of leave. During the training cycle, you get holidays and some three days. During your off time, you can do whatever you want. However, one company was always on call. You had to have your bags ready just in case some world event happened and we were needed. During that time, you were supposed to stay within a certain radius of the base. Most guys hung out and did things together, even in their off time. Lifting, hiking, the outdoors, shooting, video games are huge in the off time. But drinking is probably the biggest pastime. The typical ranger. The stereotypical ranger is a guy on steroids, fully tattooed, angry, who wants to fight always. And that is pretty dead on. There were quiet guys and even some nerds, but typically everyone who stayed there was the strong, fast, violent type. Lifestyle. Being a ranger isn't that easy. The standards are really high and at, and at any point you can get kicked out. If you start slacking at PT, you'll get crushed. The biggest cause of guys getting booted are DUIs. It is a smaller unit with all alpha males. 
You need tough skin and to appreciate doing hard things. As a private, you will get haste, although a lot of that has been cut down due to regulations from complaints. If you don't want to get hazed or tab checked, get your tab. Tab checked means doing push-ups because you haven't gone to ranger school yet. Here's a story I'd like to share. On my third mission overseas, we went after a bomb maker who, 24 hours prior in our mission, to our mission, had planted an IED and hit a big army convoy. We were at a base with a special mission unit. They assaulted his bomb making facility at the same time we assaulted his home compound. I remember sitting in the Chinook, real excited to go get this guy. We had landed about 500 meters from the compound. As we headed toward the objective, a guy jumps on his motorcycle and heads straight towards us. Mind you, this was the middle of the night. Our medic screamed out, he's coming right at us. And then I remember hearing a machine gun and rifles open up on him. The guy felt like a ragdoll and didn't get up. I was filled with adrenaline and felt like the Spartans from the movie 300. My team leader turned and told me to calm down. After clearing through the EKIA, we get to the compound and set up isolation. Explosions started going off in the near distance. It was the other unit lighting up the targeted individual's bomb-making facility. Inside was a group of men ready to fight who had all split up when they heard our helicopters. We then assaulted the compound, got what we needed, and left. As a result of that mission, we ended up taking the bomb maker out and all of his cronies. To me, that was my actual introduction to being a ranger. I loved it. A funny story on that same mission, I had carried a collapsible ladder to the objective. When we got to the compound, my team leader and I set it up and put it on the wall for my squad leader to climb up. As he was climbing up the ladder, collapsed on itself. It fell over with him on it and he was stuck for a little. I immediately felt a surge of fear thinking I didn't do it right and I would get crushed after the mission. He then crawled over to me and was like, hey, the ladder's broken. I replied, roger, and quickly turned around to pull security. Alright, how to become a ranger. First, decide that you want to be a ranger. After that, go to a recruiter and tell him you want to be a ranger. You're going to fill out a lot of paperwork and then you're going to go to MEPS. You're going to do a medical exam. You're going to take the ASVAB, which is a standardized knowledge and IQ test, and then you're going to do some more paperwork. After that, if you pass everything, you're going to enlist and then get shipped off to basic. That's where you're going to learn the fundamentals of being a soldier. From there, you're going to go to AIT, or Advanced Individual Training, and that's where you're going to learn your job specialty. If you're an infantryman, that's where you're going to do infantryman things. Following that, you're going to go to Airborne, which is a three-week course. It is super easy. Runs are a joke, and all you need is five jumps to get your Airborne wings. Once you complete Airborne School, you'll then run your things over and go try out to be a Ranger. It is called the Ranger Assessment and Selection Process, or RASP. It is now an eight-week course, and that's where you get hazed, your buttons get pushed, and you will be taught the basics of being a Ranger. If you're selected, you'll get pinned your scroll, and that is where you officially become a ranger. From there, you'll be assigned to one of three ranger battalions in the 75th Ranger Regiment. Then you will do a training cycle and deploy, or go straight to deployment, depending on where they are in training. I personally had about three weeks after I got to battalion before I deployed. Once you do a training cycle and a deployment, you will then be sent to ranger school. There's a big misconception about ranger school. Going to ranger school does not make you a ranger. It is a leadership school and essentially a rite of passage for guys in battalion. If you want to become an NCO, you will have to pass and get your tab. 
Here are some recommendations I have and suggestions for people who are thinking of becoming a ranger. If it is wartime and you want to get on the ground of that combat area and fight as fast as you can with a special operations unit, become a ranger. The pipeline is the shortest among the rest of the special operation units. Essentially, rangers are more specialized infantrymen who have one foot in the big army and one foot in special operations. You will focus only on a few mission types, but will be able to do them very well. Think getting jacked, destroying things, and chasing the fight. Ranger Battalion is also a great place to start your military career and then go try for another unit like Special Forces or Delta Force. If you are a non-aggressive person who would rather talk about feelings versus fighting, then Ranger Battalion is probably not for you. It is not an easy place to be, the standard is high, training cycles are exhausting, deployments can be really intense, but after you get out, you will look back and appreciate the man you became through the process, as well as the brotherhood you now belong to that will last forever. Make war and not peace.